Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And this week in data breaches was absolutely off the rails, as always. But before we dive in, as always, I want to thank the following people that sent me this information. And please send it, send info my way if you've got it. And that would be Barrett Peterson, Jay Dance, Chris Fellon, and Sander Slidner. And guys, thank you very much. And again, keep sending in those tips. It's greatly appreciated, and I'll keep giving you shout-outs here. Now, with that, let's start over in the United Kingdom and talk about the NHS, or National Health Service, because NHS trusts are sharing intimate details about patients' medical conditions, appointments, and treatments with Facebook without their consent, and basically they've obviously promised never to do that, and here we are. Now, an observer, that's a publication in the UK, an investigation has uncovered a covert tracking tool in the websites of 20 NHS trusts, which has for years collected browsing information and shared it with the tech giant in a major breach of privacy in the United Kingdom. Now, that in data includes granular details about Things like pages viewed, buttons clicked, keyword searches. It also matches the user's IP address, an identifier that links the individual to their household, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, as an overview for what that is. And in many cases, gives details about their Facebook account as well. And so heads up to you, if you're in the UK using your local NHS trust, make sure they don't have a Facebook tracker integrated into the web portal you're using to set up appointments and more. Moving on. Let's talk about Amazon. Yes, the Amazon, because PillPack, an online pharmacy owned by them, has reported a data breach affecting more than 19,000 customers. Now, PillPack said an internal investigation found email addresses and passwords were not taken, and it's likely the unauthorized uh, user was able to access accounts because customers use the same login information for another website. In other words, they're doing credential stuffing or credential spraying, where they are taking uh, essentially credentials from a different source and trying it somewhere else. Quote, there is no evidence that the information viewed has been used in any way, and there has been no unusual activity on the impacted accounts. The limited information that was revealed is not enough to steal someone's identity. This event is limited to pill pack, and we have uh, notified the impacted customers directly and posted a notification to our website. So basically, Amazon is saying it's not them, it's all of you for using the same password, which you obviously should not do. But in Amazon fashion, even if it was them, they would never tell us. And so with that, let's move on and talk about Universal Health Services of Delaware, or UHS, because approximately 130,000 <coughs> of their patients in Texas and an untold number of others nationwide are being notified that their protected health information was compromised when attackers breached the computer system of Universal Healthcare Systems of Delaware, or UHS. Now, UHS treats more than 3.4 million patients per year, so it's very possible that more are caught up in this, but obviously there's a, this is a disclosure to Texans to their attorney general, and so we are expecting more. The data we're talking about here are Names, addresses, social security numbers, medical record numbers, fingerprints, photographs, test results, prescribed medications, and insurance billing information. So if you use UHS for all your universal health services needs, you definitely want to check in. Moving on, let's talk about Retirement Clearinghouse LLC here in the United States. They just alerted more than 10,500 individuals that their personal data, including individual retirement account numbers, may have been compromised. Now, the organization, <coughs> excuse me, alerted individuals with written notice dated May 12th that their information may be at risk for fraud, and this is according to public filings in the states where they are located. Now, according to the firm, the files included people's names, 
Social Security Numbers, IRA Account Numbers held by Matrix Trust Co., a division of Broadridge Financial Solutions that provides those types of services, rollovers, and third-party administrator record-keeping. So, <clears throat> again, oh, I'm sorry, I'm under the weather today. Retirement Clearinghouse users uh, basically heads up to you. Moving on, let's talk about the United States Marine Corps because their officials are investigating the personal uh, information um, after, I should say, they're investigating after the personal information of approximately 39,000 personnel, including Marines, sailors, and civilians working within the Department of Defense was involved in a data breach that was discovered on May 12th. Now, the Marine Corps said the breach occurred when an unencrypted email was sent from within the Camp Pendleton-based Combat Logistics Regiment 17, which is part of the 1st Marine Logistics Group, to the administrators of the Defense Travel System. This unencrypted email sent on May 9th contained variations of personal information, including full names, last four digits of Social Security numbers, the contact information of personnel, including phone numbers, email addresses, as well as residential and mailing addresses, according to the May 19 notification, basically sent by J.S. McCalmet, the commanding officer of the Combat uh, Logistics Regiment 17. The letter also advised account and routing numbers for affected personal, personnel's checking and savings account were also included in that breach. So, if you're basically, you are a Marine or you are a sailor right now in the Navy, you might want to check in, especially if you have anything to do uh, at Pendleton and, and basically are under the umbrella of the 1st Marine Logistics Group. So <clears throat> heads up to you. Stay safe out there. Moving on, let's talk about Clark County Hospital. Now, they basically this past Wednesday disclosed that they suffered a data breach after the Royal Ransomware Gang hit them. Now, investigation determined that an unauthorized party gained access to their network and may have taken patients' personal and health information, such as names, addresses, dates of birth, health insurance information, and medical record numbers. So, heads up to you. Clark County Hospital in Iowa, for the record, uh, patients. And let's move on to our mini segment, basically saying you should have spent on cybersecurity, otherwise you wouldn't be getting sued. And here are we, what we're talking about, the lawsuits of the week, the class actions of the week, the settlements of the week, and there are a few, and let's wrap this up. First ones first is the Met basically in uh, the Opera House in New York City. I talked about them a few weeks ago, at least I think it was a few weeks ago. I definitely talked about them, though. Quote, the Met failed to detect an intruder with access to and possession of the Met's current slash former employees' customer data. It took complete a complete shutdown of the Met's website and box office for the, net, the Met to finally detect the presence of the intruder. In other words, they're getting sued. So if you're a ticket holder to the Met, odds are you might get compensation. <laughs> Moving on. We're talking about Bank Saria in Indonesia. I literally talked about them last week. Statements now made essentially by officials in the Indonesian government are saying, yes, it looks like uh, basically a class action in, in, in Indonesia, whatever it's called there. Uh, I don't know if it's a class action, group action, whatever it is. Looks like it's basically going to be hitting one of the largest banks and banking systems in that country, Indonesia being, I believe, the fourth populous uh, country in the world. So this obviously will be a major one. But if you bank with Bank Saria um, in Indonesia, it's one of the largest Islamic banks as well, heads up to you. Moving on. The last lawsuit we've got going on is Yum Brands. Now, they said that several class action lawsuits were filed in April by current and former employees alleging privacy violations in connection with their data breach, which I talked about, I would say, roughly a year ago, six months to a year ago or so. Now, if you didn't know, Yum is huge. They operate uh, basically or franchise more than 55,000. 
thousand restaurants around the world under their various brands that they own, including KFC or Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, Habit Burger Grill, and many, many more. So heads up to you uh, if you're a former employee or current employee of a Yum! Brands franchise or restaurant. Huge problem for them. And so those were your roundups this week. Not nearly as many, but perfectly honest, not nearly as many breaches this week too, which honestly isn't a bad thing. So there you go. Moving on, let's talk about the State Bar of Georgia. That's right. If you're a lawyer in Georgia, heads up to you because the State Bar was hit by a ransomware attack earlier this year and the organization has now confirmed that member and employee information was compromised. In other words, I will soon be talking about that class action lawsuit <laughs> coming from the State Bar of Georgia. Now, this incident occurred in April of 2022 and was disclosed in early May when few details were shared by the organization. Roughly one month later, they basically revealed the attack uh, involved the BitLocker ransomware, which encrypted 10 servers and workstations. I'm guessing they mean LockBit, because uh, honestly, BitLocker is a Microsoft product. Now, it might have involved uh, BitLocker, but I'm willing to say the article screwed up and it's LockBit. But hey, if I'm missing a ransomware gang, I'd be surprised, but it does happen. Exposed personal information for the bar includes names, addresses, dates of birth, social security, driver's license numbers, direct deposit information, and new change information. So again, if you're a lawyer in Georgia, you might want to check out your state bar. I'm willing to bet you're going to get paid. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, Opria Healthcare, because on May 22nd of this year, they notified patients that they experienced a data breach after an unauthorized party accessed sensitive consumer data entrusted to that company. Now, according to Apria, they determined that information stored on their servers had been subject to unauthorized access, and get this, from April 4th of 2019 through October 10 of 2021. We are just hearing about it now, almost two years later, a year and a half, two years later. Now, Apria determined that the information was names, addresses, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, um, you know, financial information, medical information, and health insurance information. So if you use Apria Healthcare for all your healthcare needs, you know what to do. Moving on, quick update on Capita. More companies keep disclosing, and this time we're heading to the United Kingdom because Adder and Worthing Council in the United Kingdom is now declaring a capita breach. We're talking about roughly 100 people, which I believe is the smallest capita breach I've seen to date. You know I'll keep you up to date here. Interestingly enough, uh, some of the other big ones that I'm reporting on this week apparently were off. I literally didn't have as many breaches this week, and I, quite frankly, it's a nice relief because these things were just getting longer and longer. Next up, we're heading to India. And we're talking about their popular intimate wear platform for women known as Zivame. Now, threat actors have put personal information of 1.5 million Zivame customers for sale. India Today Open Source Intelligence, or OSINT, their team spoke to one of the entities claiming to possess this data, and they're willing to sell it for $500 US in cryptocurrency, which honestly does not seem like a lot. So I'm willing to bet because I do not know what information was taken. It probably wasn't enough to run an identity scam, but heads up to you if you're a Zivame. I'm a shopper. And finally, and like I said, it was a short week this week. We all got a break, myself included. Not bad for a holiday weekend, uh, you know, as I'm, uh, you know, sitting here. <laughs> so all good. We are talking now about Tesla. Yes, the car maker. Now, the other day, I want to say two days ago or so, three days ago, uh, basically, I did a video on this exact thing. So if you want more details specifically on this situation and the logistics of that, let me know. But Tesla actually went through a data breach 
And that wasn't the topic of my video a couple of days ago, but now it is. Now the data protection watchdog for the Netherlands said this past Friday, the date actually I did the video, so that's a few days ago or so, <laughs> said that they were aware of a possible Tesla data breach, but it's too early to further comment. Now here's what happened, it, just at an overview level, and again, I dived in at the other, uh, you know, the video and podcast I did that day. Germany's Handelsblatt uh, publication reported basically on Thursday that Elon Musk's Tesla had alleg allegedly failed to adequately protect data from customers, employees, and business partners citing 100 gigabytes of confidential data leaked by a whistleblower. Quote, we are aware of the Handelsblatt story and we are looking into it. That's according to a spokesman uh, basically for the AP watchdog in the Netherlands where Tesla's European headquarters is located. They all declined to comment on whether the agency might launch or have launched an investigation citing policy. The Dutch agency was informed by its counterpart um, in the German state of Brandenburg. I'm assuming that's where Handelsblatt is from. Now, Handelsblatt said Tesla notified the Dutch authorities about the breach, but the, uh, the AP spokesperson said they were not aware if the company had made any representations to the agency. And basically, in a nutshell, and I really do say go watch my video from like last Thursday or Friday or whatever it was, a few days ago or so as you're listening to this or, you know, or if you're, uh, you know, watching this as well, uh, basically they got a whole bunch of information that shows that Tesla had been hiding problems with their autopilot uh car self self-driving car system they had thousands of complaints that they were failing to report and so i dove into that i talked about other car brands compared to them who was worst or best versus jd powers where tesla ranked now with this new information they probably rank lower etc cetera, etc cetera. it was a great video it was a fun time so anyway uh go check that out and if you're a tesla driver definitely 100 check that out but those were your breaches of the week were you affected let me know and please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.